Welcome to the Daryl Smith Podcast Show. Our voices, our views, our generation. Let's conversate. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another installment today of the Daryl Smith Podcast Show. And I want to first of all thank everybody out there for listening to my show and subscribing and following the show, and I appreciate the support you give me. And for anyone out there that wants to, uh, to know how to listen to my podcast show, if you can go to Apple, Google, Spotify, any place that has a, that has a podcast uh, airs or does podcast shows, you can, you can listen to that. And if you like, like I said, if you can sus- hit the subscribe or follow button, I really do appreciate it a lot. So I'm going to jump right into our next topic today for this, uh, to- for this show today. And we're going to talk about, about how the vaccinations have increased in, this co- in our country over the last month, month and a half. Pfizer was officially approved uh, for the vaccine by the FDA. I really believe this has definitely caused the increase of people getting their vaccinations and getting their shots. To give an example, there's a U.S. Corona, uh, US coronavirus vaccine tracker, a website, U.S. Facts, and I have it right in front of me. And in terms of the, po- the progress of vaccinations, so far, about 67, 67% of the population have received at least one dose nationwide. And also at least 58% of the population has, has been fully vaccinated. So this has increased from before. It was like closer to like 50%. Now it's jumped up a little bit. And now this is based off of what happened uh, from uh, updated from October 20th, two days ago, or no, three days ago. And I really believe since uh, more people are, are getting their vaccinations and the fact that people went one dose are going to get their second dose, I believe if you project this number out by December, December at least, I think the people who are at least at one dose is going to go up to like maybe 75%. And I think the number people who are fully vaccinated in our country is going to go, it's going to be easy. I think about 65, 65, 66% if I had to predict for that. And that doesn't include the fact that they're right now, the white house is trying to get kids ages five to 11 years old to be approved, to be able to get the vaccine. Once kids that age group can get the, are able to get the vaccine. I, I think if you project out to like early next year, by February, March, I think as a whole as this country, I think we are going to get to um, potentially herd immunity. Either we're going to be at 75% for our nation. 80% is a great goal. But I think realistically, realistically, 75% of our adult population is fully vaccinated. I think that'd be a great spot for us to be in and we can fully go forward instead of going back and forth about not wearing masks in certain places and going back wearing masks and ping pong back and forth on these mandates. I think you don't have to worry about no more mandates. I think it'd be better for the uh, businesses overall, the whole psychology of the country and just everybody's um, confidence is going to really be at a a very high level. Another thing I wanted to um, go over also is that right now in the U S out of all the, uh, the doses have been, have been distributed, at least 82% have been used so far in terms of dosages for the vaccine, which is a great number to have because before this number came out, I think it was closer like to 65, 70% about a month and a half ago. So it's jumped up big time. 82% of the doses have been used in this country so far for vaccines. And that's, that's phenomenal. I think if we get this number for 82% right now, we're talking October, if we get this number for 82% up to 90% in the next couple months, I think that's a, even a better number to be at. So it's all moving forward in the right direction. To break down in terms of um, by gender, uh, it shows here that that women have actually more women who have been fully vaccinated or at least one dose are fully vaccinated, I should say. Uh, women actually slightly uh, lead men 
are outpaced men. Uh, roughly about sixty, roughly about sixty percent of women in this country have at least one dose of the vaccine or two do- are fully vaccinated, while men are roughly about 50, 50, 54, 55 percent, which is not bad. But still, more women have got have gotten a shot more so than, than men have, which I'm not totally surprised because it comes to, not trying to make a stereotype or a generalization, but in terms of health and being on top of fitness, health and things like that to keep themselves sound. Women tend to be more active, proactive in getting shots or getting certain things done like physical exams, other preventive, preventive maintenance compared to, not saying all the time, but compared to males or men. So I'm not surprised that percentage is a little bit higher in favor of women. Now, in terms of percentage of groups, uh, age groups who have had received uh, the COVID-19 vaccine, Right now, it shows that the group that has the, the biggest percentage of uh, the, the who leads this category is, is our individual 65 to 74 years old. After that, the next group is people 75 and older. The third group is individuals 50 to 64 years old. And then uh, the group after that, the fourth group that has had the most uh, vaccinations, uh, vaccinations is my age group, 40 to 49 years old, who are basic individuals who are Gen X individuals. And then after that is individuals 25 to 39 years old, and it goes so forth and so forth. So I'm not surprised either people who have at least one dose of fully vaccinated that the group 65 and 74 years old, old individuals are the top of the group. Most of those individuals are all those individuals in the age group are part of our baby boomers. So a lot of them are in that group where when it first came out from what they said that these, this age group are a little more can be acceptable to maybe if they get the virus because the fact they're older, some might have, even if they don't have, they don't have uh, underlying health issues, but the fact that they're in the age group being older, that if they do get the uh, virus without getting the vaccine, they could be a little more acceptable to getting potentially having other issues. But if they're fully vaccinated, they're less likely to get, if they do get it, they might get mild symptoms. They might be maybe a little cold slightly sick, but not going to be in a hospital under a ventilator. So that age group is, I'm not, and then 75 older, those being those two top age groups, I'm not surprised those age groups are leading the pack in terms of individuals who have been either fully vaccinated or have got at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. 50s and then 40 to 49, my age group, we're in the top four, top four percentage. I thought we would be third right now. But I'm not surprised that my age group is in that percentage, too, because we are still relatively young. I was talking to someone about this. Relatively young, being, I'm being 42 years old. I'm in an age group. But in the 40s, things do, things do start changing with your metabolism and start changing with your health in terms of what you have to what, be more careful what you eat, how you exercise, how you get that balance in to be able to maintain your health or weight or try to get it down. You're still in an area, I think, in your 40s where you can still – you can still see things either go down or increase like is that because increase where is that. But the older you get, your metabolism, for the most part, tends to really get slows down. In the 40s, you still have an opportunity to still be at a pretty decent metabolism. I like when you get to your 50s and 60s, it really gets to be very, unfortunately, very, very slow for most individuals. So that's my take on that. Also, another uh, the, uh, data they broke down was by a uh, percentage about race groups or ethnic groups in terms of people who have been fully vaccinated or have at least one dose. And um, right now, the group that's actually in the top, that leads at least that's in the pack, and the leader is uh, Native Hawaiian slash Pacific Islanders. And then after that, the second group that's, uh, that's the second group that leads is, is actually American Indian slash Alaska Natives. At the bottom of the list, unfortunately, is uh 
African-Americans are black. And I'm not surprised because there's been a lot of mistrust, unfortunately, going back to the Tuskegee's, uh, Tuskegee's uh, project experiment back in the 1940s and 50s when they tested syphilis on black males and how they came out to be very disastrous. And also other things happened in our country, our society over the last hundreds of years and even less than that about issues about that black people have, or African-Americans have been not treated well by the health healthcare industry or healthcare in our country. And it's a, and it's a very legitimate reason to be very skeptical about this, about the vaccine. I do think we're in a different time. I think that one thing to keep in mind is that when they did the panel, the study groups that they looked at for Pfizer and Moderza, they picked people from all different, the different, different racial groups, age groups and gender groups and doing this in a sample before they produced the vaccine. And I think by, I like before I like this time, this time I like before, I think it's a better representation when they did the vaccine that's going to make sure that it's going to be safe for all age groups and all genders and what have you to take it and not just focus on one particular race and other races get left on the cold. as from what I gathered from the information that came out. So my personal opinion about as we, as we, move, as we move into the winter season, right now we're in fall, but we'll be in winter in the next two months from now. I think this winter season is not, it's going to be, not as bad as people predict it's going to be in terms of uh, the cases. Right now, cases have actually have gone down dramatically, not only in the state of Wisconsin, but nationwide. I said more people, based on the, what I mentioned, more people are getting vaccinated, and that's going to increase even more, I believe. And the fact, when you, if you, when you do get approved for kids ages 5 to 11 years old to be able to take the vaccine, that's going to add to more to, more to the population who's going to get fully, be possibly vaccinated and fully vaccinated in the end. And that's going to make the numbers go up all together. It's going to give us, as a whole, as a country, more better protection to protect each others, protect each other, not only kids, but adults and what have you. And I think that everyone follows that practice and do social distancing. I think this fall is going to be, it's going to be, you know, depending on where you live, it's going to be cold weather. If you're in the Northeast or Midwest, you can't get around that. But I think overall, in terms of the health of the country, I think it's going to be not as bad as people predicted it might be. I know we are in the middle of flu season too, but I'm thinking, that's my personal opinion. I think if everything goes well, if people do what they're supposed to do, or we, as a whole, most of us do what we're supposed to do and what have you, I think by sometime next spring, we're going to fully, my goal is we're going to be out of this, this pandemic situation and we can fully move forward and go back to close to, not all the way close to life prior to 2020. And that'd be great for everybody, for businesses, companies, society as a whole, everybody. And I think, though, it would get us back to where, you know, we feel like and more at ease going out and not have to worry about having to go back and forth with wearing masks and not wearing masks and, you know, what have you. So that's my prediction. I mean, I could be wrong, but we'll see how things go. If everything goes well, I think we'll be in a great shape by this spring going into definitely before next summer, next year, 2022. Thank you again for listening to the podcast show. And until then, until we talk again next month, everyone be safe. Take care of yourself. If you uh, if you like, if you enjoy Halloween, enjoy Halloween, but be safe. Don't drink and drive. If you have to take an Uber or Lyft or be responsible if you're out there partying for Halloween parties coming up. And until then, take it easy. Keep it classy. Talk to you later. And I'm out. <laughs>